0: That's right, it's Christmas time, it's time for eggnog, it's time for some holiday movies, and it's time for Switch the Envelopes, top 20 Christmas movies of all time. Up ahead is part two of the show. Get ready, here we go.
1: Headline, Hollywood. Entertainment cronies and cinema elitists hand out awards for excellence in moving pictures. Sometimes the winners don't the test of time. So we're here in the future to tell them how they got it wrong. This is Switch the Envelope. Welcome to Switch the Envelope the podcast that aims at rewriting Hollywood awards for your score. My name is Jeff. This is part two of our top twenty greatest Christmas movies ever episode. Awesome. Which <clears throat> means that part one contained numbers twenty through eleven. We will recap them for you. Thusly.
0: All right, here we go. So, number 20 was...
1: Christmas in Connecticut.
0: Christmas in Connecticut. Number 19 was the movie Just Friends with Amy Smart, Anna Faris,
1: and Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm, Deadpool. Uh, number 18 was the 1984 version of A Christmas Carol. With General Patton. That's right.
0: <clears throat> Number 17 was the Halloween classic. Nightmare, <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare before Christmas.
1: Didn't make our Halloween list. Made our Christmas list.
0: We did that. Wasn't on our Halloween list. It was not on our Halloween list. Man, we messed up there. Yeah, well,
1: next year. Number sixteen is Santa Claus the movie.
0: That is Santa Claus the movie, not the Santa Claus. No. This is the one with John Lithgow and Dudley Moore. Yes. Number 15 was The Bishop's Wife. This
1: is the Cary Grant 1947 version, not the Denzel Washington, The Preacher's Wife version from whenever that came out.
0: If you do not like the movies that are in black and white, like me, don't watch that movie. All right.
1: Some of these will be hard, yeah.
0: (laughs) Number 14 on this list is for all those little ones out there. This is Polar Express. Hmm. Beautiful film. Good story. Good
1: story. Dead-eyed characters.
0: Such a bad, bad person, Corey.
1: Number 13 is the most badass Christmas movie you'll ever see. It's Die Hard.
0: Die Hard. There we go. Nakatomi Plaza, Mr. Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Hans and
1: Gruber.
0: Hans Gruber. All right, number 12, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. This is the Jim Carrey version that came out in... 2000. 2000.
1: And number 11 on our list, topping our... Bottom 10 is the Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye classic, White Christmas.
0: Okay, so we're going to start getting into the top 10. Oh, these are the ultimate Christmas movies. These are. So remember, in order to have made this list, the movie must have been a theatrical release. So Mm. all you women out there, or men, who are loving your Hallmark movies, Mm -hmm. we did not include any of those damn movies because they were not theatrical releases.
1: The Christmas date, or... (laughs) You know, uh, home for the holidays, or you know, what, whatever title they come up with. You know, whatever
0: stupid Hallmark movie they are. It's
1: it's the Christmas candle with Marcia Gay Harden. You know, those those movies don't count because they are TV movies only. Netflix has taken, by the way, Netflix aside here, uh, has taken to making their own versions of these Hallmark movies. And uh, I forced my wife, uh, while we were decorating for Christmas this year, to watch all of those really bad Netflix versions of the Hallmark <clears throat> movies. It was pretty awesome in how terrible some Christmas movies are.
0: Now, I, w- I also say that we have to take an aside really quick before we go into our top 10 to, to recognize one of the greatest social media qu- s- social media tweets, that we have ever received regarding my hatred of Hallmark movies was <laughs> <laughs> one of our. Ooh, it's time for a mean tweet. One of our listeners sent us back some, threw me some shade, if you, if you will, some
1: choice words, some from, choice
0: words about my choice words towards listener or watchers of Hallmark channel, Hallmark movies. And uh, I mean, it's cool. I'm glad that they are. <laughs> I'm glad that they are. Responding to me I really like this
1: Here's the thing Hallmark movies are bad Um, (laughs) And they are Christmas movies They are bad Christmas movies Yes Uh, Enjoyment of said bad Christmas movies uh, Is okay As long as you're recognizing These are bad Christmas movies But like you know It's fun It's all in good fun Watching a B movie That happens to take place Around Christmas When you go into One of these movies Where you're like No Hallmark makes The best Christmas movies That's where we start to differ that is Jeff and I and this particular listener. <laughs> you know. All right, so it was is an Instagram post that you made.
0: Yeah, so we made <clears> the <throat> we set up a Instagram post and tweet of uh, we've been putting posting one a day of the best movies ever, best Christmas movies ever. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with this list per se. It's just Christmas movies that we think you guys should be watching.
1: It's like a little mini review kind of yeah. Thing,
0: right? And um, in response to that, one of our our listeners put out a awesome response that we just want to share with you.
1: Um, what, what post was it on so that people can find this for themselves? Um, Your post on Santa Claus? Santa Claus the movie. The movie, okay. So, which we've already gone
0: over as it was number 16? 16 on our list. Yes. Well, unquestionably, one of the best Christmas movies ever made, with a hashtag amazing cast. This I, is her, her, her response. Her
1: or his. Is it her? It's a her. Oh, okay.
0: I wonder at the apparent distaste for Hallmark movies.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: They may not be Oscar-worthy, but... Like the Santa Claus, the objective is to evoke the warm feelings of wonder, magic, and love, and remind us that this season is about so much more than the contemporary commercialization of the season, as demonstrated so, f- as demonstrated by John Lithgow's character. P.S. <laughs> Never mind. There's a P.S. There's a P.S. But if you haven't seen the movie, you would understand it. Oh, okay. So I'm just that's
1: but. <clears throat> So Hallmark, the corporation that makes its money off of corporatizing holidays, yes, including the movies it makes about said holidays, yes, is reminding us uh, of the magic and wonder that isn't about the commercialization of said holidays. Yes, this is the argument being made. Yes, <laughs> okay, but um, yeah, no, that has legs. Honestly, sure. <laughs> I love the I love the tweet
0: or the uh, the response. Mm-hmm. It's awesome and. Uh, the gusto with which it's being said about us hate our hatred of the Hallmark movies and their hatred of our hatred of the Hallmark movies.
1: Did did you outwardly say on your post that you you did not like the Hallmark movies? Yeah, I did. Oh, actually. okay.
0: On the on the on the post, it actually on our post, I actually put uh, um, Hallmark, Hallmark movies movie. are shit. Uh, actually, the our exact post was. Santa Claus the movie is the only Christmas movie with both Dudley Moore and John Lithgow. Bam, mic drop bitches, movie-reviewed suck it hallmark movies. <laughs> that was our post.
1: Very like WWE, like version of, uh, of a hashtag at the end there.
0: So that was a listener's response to us, which was a very thoughtful response to our it suck at hallmark.
1: They gave that more respect than we did.
0: <laughs> they did. They did. So we got to respect their. Kudos their to that
1: listener. Thank you yes. for I would, joining the conversation. I would, their,
0: their, their handle is TCHRWRTRTVL. R D R M R, so it's very very long. But
1: I that was a bunch of letters randomly to me.
0: Yeah, so I that's why I said it was yeah. a lot. It was a lot, okay. but
1: but yeah. um No disrespect. Thank you for for replying and yes, thank joining you for, the conversation
0: for replying. It was a very meaningful and great great response.
1: And really reminds us uh, of how Christmas isn't about the corporation. Or corporatization? Of, no, it is. It is. It's all. About, Absolutely, it's and all Hallmark about is driving everybody into their.
0: Is, is driving has an entire channel to drive people into their their stores into their stores so, to uh, purchase
1: knickknacks s- and cards. So yeah, for so holidays. That's
0: why I don't like their show. Or I mean, I don't like their channel. But anyway. Yeah. Moving on.
1: All right. So uh, getting into the top ten greatest movies of of all time, theatrical movies. Um,
0: that's why. Oh, but that's getting to the point. That's why the Hallmark movies. You won't see on this list. Oh, they are no, no, not no. theatrical movies. That's it's, why it's, 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 How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the nineteen sixty six movie, is not on here because right. it is none of the Rankin Bass movies. Television movie. Any what?
1: The Rankin Bass, the um, like uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. a yeah, uh, year without the Rear, without yeah. a Santa Claus. Uh, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Yeah. They are they are classics. Even um, you know, like the Charlie Brown specials yeah. and, and whatnot. Um, they were absolute, theatrical releases. Absolute Christmas classics, yes, but not movies that were released theatrically so yeah they don't qualify you know uh for this list at least
0: so this is the top 10 movies you should be watching at christmas time with your family sitting around a fire some of them actually on this top 10 list we have to warn you are not kids movies they are not movies you should be watching with your kids some of them are yeah some of them are. some of them there's two on that top this list
1: there's a mixed bag
0: there's two on the top of this list you can't watch with your kids. We'll tell you when they comes that. I mean,
1: watch them when your kids are right, older.
0: Number 10. Number 10 on the list.
1: Number 10 is an absolute classic. This movie has been remade. Uh, and honestly, the remake is about as good as the uh, the classic. Yes. Um,
0: uh, one of The remake has Dylan McDermott, and it's one of the... Best parts that Dylan McDermott plays, frankly. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Not not in his... Uh, what was that fucking stupid-ass movie that he was in, a Clint Eastwood movie?
0: <laughs> Dude, I, he was not that bad in that movie. Anyway. <laughs> so bad. Okay, so...
1: No, this is the 1947 classic. Yes. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street.
0: Miracle on 34th Street.
1: Which is a black-and-white film, although there is a colorized version of Most of, of the this time movie. you see it, it's colorized, Yes, actually. there is a colorized version of this movie... Um that I, there's a trend on, like, Reddit uh, that's fairly recent where people take old-timey photos and they recolor them uh, to sort of bring color into the life of history. Um, very fascinating. If you ever get a chance to sort of dive down that rabbit hole, um, you can go look at, like, Civil War pictures and, you know, World War II pictures and all that kind of stuff that were recolored um, uh, by these artisans who, who painstakingly tried to recreate the actual, uh, like, colors that were used in the fabrics and all that kind of stuff. Um, I might the, go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, the colorization of Miracle Much on better 30... than like on off or something. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> get added to the banner. Um, the colorized version of Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, if you ever get a chance to watch it, um, has a bit of that quality to it. Um, th- there is a whole nother level of sort of like whimsical Christmasness to it because it's colorized not a color version it wasn't shot on color film so like they've repainted this movie basically um it's quite magical uh as far as like viewing an old-time movie like that uh well worth the watch of that version if you can get that version go find that version um it's it it has a whole nother whimsical quality to it and this movie already has a very sort of um, playful, you know, way of dealing with uh, Santa Claus and a girl uh, who believes so strongly in Santa Claus in a world that nobody believes in Santa Claus, um, because he's just a guy that gets hired to to be the Macy's parade Santa Claus, um, and then it turns out he's actually Santa Claus, you know, at the end, and the sort of like way they they um explain the existence of Santa Claus being real because the U.S. Postal Service delivers him mail. And uh, the U.S. Postal Service can't deliver mail to something that doesn't exist. But because they deliver letters to Santa Claus, he is a real person. That is a genius way of explaining the validity of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, even in the, the remake of it, um, where they use the basically the same exact story... Um, it's still relevant. It still works. They could remake this movie yeah, now. You're,
0: yeah, because the, the, the law is still the same today. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's a really, really great uh, Christmas story in general. Um, and I, I absolutely love it, and it's it's number 10 on our list. And if you would like to see this movie... Where can um, we see it? You can rent it on iTunes, obviously, uh, but it's also streaming on AMC. It's another, awesome. It's another one of those that's on Maybe AMC. I'll
0: go watch that tonight.
1: It it's definitely something that should be a part of your annual viewing for sure. Either version, honestly, you know, on this list in particular, we're talking about the forty seven version, but uh, if you can get your hands on either of those movies, um, well worth well worth the watch. It'll really get you in the Christmas spirit. All right, moving on to number nine. Number nine, number nine is a Tim Allen classic.
0: Okay, so number nine is the Santa Claus. It is the. <clears throat> The Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. This is a great movie. I actually thought the the sequels to this movie were fucking terrible, but <laughs> <laughs> the the first original one was great. It was a it was a, it was a great class. I think it's a is this one has gone t- on to become a Christmas classic.
1: I would say the original, yes, is definitely a Christmas classic. The sequels, because it's part of the canon. I actually, I enjoy the sequels.
0: I don't enjoy the third one. third um, one with the Jack Frost is stupid. third
1: one is not great, but the second one is, is really good. Um, the third one I'll still watch. Uh, I enjoy Tim Allen as Santa Claus. I didn't know, like before this movie was made, I didn't think the dude from Home Improvement would make one of the best Santa Clauses.
0: Um, I think Tim Allen is a mastermind. <laughs> Of making himself marketable and getting paid.
1: So what's interesting about Tim Allen is he got like put under this weird contract with like Disney Mm -hmm. to make a bunch of Disney films, and he was kind of a blue comic. Um, and yeah, I
0: know. I remember watching him his original stand up, uh, yeah, original stand up comedy.
1: He he really does not appeal to family, but he was no, it was
0: wait, no, his original comedy it was exactly what the Home, Home improvement? improvement was. It was just more vulgar. Right. But it was exactly that. It was exactly that. I mean, that's yeah. exactly well, what that's, his comedy that's was. That's
1: what got him the sitcom, right? But there was something in his sort of negotiations with Disney that locked him into this part of his career where he had to make like it was, eight Disney films. You know?
0: Well, remember, he was making $52 million the last... Or they gave him a contract that said we'll give you fifty million dollars if you do one more season of Home Improvement, and he turned it down. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's why. Maybe they maybe they said, okay, well we're not gonna if you don't do another season of Home Improvement, we'll make it into a into a movie deal, but you have to do these movies with us. Yeah, he was
1: locked into doing Disney movies for yeah, uh, quite a few years, and you know that's where we get. Oh, the Santa Claus movie. That's where we get him in Toy Story. Uh, that's why we um, we have the Shaggy Dog remake. Um, you know,
0: he's done very well for himself. So it,
1: honestly, probably the best thing that could have accidentally happened to his career, like he could have been forced to do. But it was it's this weird moment in in the '90s where Disney kind of becomes an old Hollywood studio where they like have complete control over an actor. You know, like they owned him for the well. 90s. He actually
0: kind of probably did that to himself because he because of his. His police record, and he mm-hmm. was, you know, he was somebody who had, you know, been in jail for cocaine possession or something. I think he and sold
1: cocaine. I think that's, uh, that was, part yeah, but of he, his
0: he was a, like a, he was an informant or something, mm-hmm. or there's something weird on his, in his past. I don't, I don't know what it was, but uh, yeah, he had a,
1: a, a Tarnished past, yes.
0: And Disney was like, "Oh wait, we got this guy. He's now the star of our show, and he's got this past where he was like yeah. in jail for cocaine possession." And they and turned
1: it. him into this like family friendly. I enjoy almost every one of the movies that he did for Disney. In um, that era of of Tim Allen, like the Galaxy Quest, the the Santa Claus. Galaxy Quest you know. is great. Galaxy Quest is one of my favorite movies of all time. Another Alan Rickman. Rickman. Allen Rickman. All the
0: way, all the way, bringing it all back, all the way back around from Die Hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but because of that part of you know his his contract negotiation that locked him into into Disney films, we get the Santa Claus, and honestly, I love him as Santa Claus.
0: Yeah, it's great, and I do think that part of the Santa Claus is, and we're, I'm not going to go into it because you go on watch it for 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 Christmas. But mm. part of the Santa Claus is a very sad tale.
1: Well, Santa <laughs> because dies.
0: he doesn't know oh. that. No, not what, the, way, not the He doesn't I mean, know that Santa that he is Santa, so he's got all these physical changes that are happening oh, to yeah. him. <laughs> and so he's got he's like he's like sitting at a all of a sudden he becomes this old man who's uh-huh. overweight and, and everything and you and you're like kind of feel bad for him. You're like, oh man, like like what's happening to you, yeah, man? The thing, the
1: thing that keeps it from being depressing is uh Tim Allen's ability to sort of keep it.
0: But he's like losing his kid. Yeah, loses just, his, I mean, yeah. he loses. his He actually loses his kid mm-hmm. because his his body's forming, and he doesn't really know how to change it. And it is kind of. It's very sad. So yeah, people
1: think that he's going nuts because he thinks you know these things that are happening to him. He can't explain rationally yeah, that's what to I'm saying. anybody. So there's
0: there's there's kind of a a sad. It is a little bit sad, when in the first one, but but then it becomes happy. But yeah, yeah. it's
1: it's. I, I do. I absolutely love him as, as Santa Claus. This is an uh, instant holiday classic.
0: Well, I mean, it's been a while now, so it's now more just like a, like a classic.
1: Well, 1994 was was quite a while ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not exactly um, instant. No, but I'm saying... It's more of a slow burn. When it, when it came out, it became an instant classic. It did. Um, you know, and uh, I don't know, like, if you if the Santa Claus isn't a part of your regular holiday viewing, I don't, I don't know if we can hang out. You know,
0: like you can't hang out with any of our listeners that are not watching this. Mm-mm.
1: All right, so they need to go to iTunes or Freeform uh, streaming, or they can watch it on their fucking Playstations. Go watch the Santa Claus if you haven't already. <clears throat> you know,
0: awesome. It's time for number what?
1: Uh, I think we're on number eight. Number eight on our list. Number eight moving up quickly. Uh, number eight is probably the quintessential Christmas movie. It's one that every child. Um, Well, every person really was subjected to watching this movie over and over and over and over again on television because it was one of those movies that um, didn't do well for the studio, and they sort of fire sold (laughs) the rights to this and TV um, stations who were very hungry in the early days for programming gobbled this this movie up and started showing it as part of their sort of like you know holiday. uh, you know, movie of the week kind of thing. And it's the Jimmy Stewart classic now, uh, It's a Wonderful Life.
0: It's a Wonderful Life is an older movie, but I have to say that this movie is not one that puts me to sleep. It's one movie that I can watch all the time mm-hmm. because what actually happened is at one point somewhere in the late 80s, early 90s, whoever owned the movie took the rights back and told them that, told, told, tv stations and they became really strict on the rights and they Uh said you can only show this movie once a once a year Mm -hmm. and so they'd only put it on one time during the year and it became kind of an event right almost like the wizard of oz
1: yes yeah it's exactly the same as the wizard of oz yeah yeah
0: so you you could only see this movie like once Mm -hmm. and so unless you bought actually unless you bought it on vhs or dvd or obviously they didn't have blu-ray back then right so this movie became something of a of a of something of an event. So I like this movie a lot. I think the story is is very original. Mm-hmm. I think the idea that you can see yourself and what all all of transpires when you are not born, what what your the way your life has impacted uh, other people's lives. Yeah, it's a you're great story erased from the equation. Yeah, it's a great story, yeah. and he is still living there, but there is. It's like he never affected anybody else's lives around right. him. Um, that's a great tale, Absolutely. and I love this movie.
1: And Jimmy Stewart is great in in this he's, movie. He's Jimmy Stewart. He is Jimmy Stewart. Uh, you know, another one of my favorite actors from from this era. Um, he he's so good in this movie, and yeah, like you said, this the story. Like it's really original. You know, an angel comes down and grants him his wish that he doesn't want to exist. And then gets to see what life is like if he hadn't existed. Um, and I'm su- I'm really surprised that this movie has not been remade. Um, you know, you see... It's so iconic now in sort of the sort of pop culture of it that you see references to this movie a ton, you know? Um, you know, like there's a Simpsons episode where they, <laughs> they basically do this, you know? Um, it's it's all over pop culture, but you we haven't really seen a remake of this movie, and I am um, glad. Yeah, I, I think it's at the point now where, like, if they remade this movie, it would kind of be a travesty, you know. Like, just just let this be the perfect thing that it is, you know. Well, it is. Nobody has remade it. So. No, but like I said, I'm surprised because of the rights situation and the fact that it, you know, it was sort of free range. It was basically public domain, um, you know, for for a long time. And I'm surprised that nobody picked up this story and tried to redo it, you know? Yeah. Or if they did, we've never heard of it because this is the only one that, you know, really stands up, um, you know, sort of through the test of time. But it's, it's really good. And if you have not seen It's a Wonderful Life, I'm surprised because it's one of those movies that is on whether you want it to be every year, <laughs> you know? Um, and it's got a really nice moral tale and there's a, you know... Jimmy Stewart being Jimmy Stewart, man. You can't go wrong. Okay, where can we see this movie at? Uh, you can see this movie uh, uh, streaming on Prime, Amazon Prime. Uh, or you can rent it on on uh, iTunes, of course. Awesome. Um, I might watch
0: it on Prime Video.
1: Yeah, I've already seen this movie uh, once this season. It's uh, it's It really is great.
0: Okay, so let's move on to number seven. Number, number seven, seven is one of those movies that all us Xenials mm-hmm. grew up with.
1: Um, Everybody wanted to be this kid
0: Everyone wanted wanted to be this kid I think he is my exact age actually <laughs> So um, this is the movie about a kid who gets left home alone at Christmas time Because his parents leave him Bastards <laughs> And he has to defend his home This is
1: Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin Yeah, Macaulay Culkin Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern mm-hmm. John Candy's in this movie John alone. Candy is in this movie
0: the original Home Alone, not Home Alone Two, made our list. It's number seven. Home Alone. If you have not watched this movie, go out and watch it. Rent it. Find it. Steal it. Kidding! Don't steal it. It's Christmas time.
1: The cool thing about this movie is it's a Christmas movie that works outside of Christmas. It's one of those movies where like you don't need to be in a Christmas mood to enjoy Kevin McAllister, you know, beating up on two bumbling idiot. Burgers. I don't
0: I don't believe that because it's a it's a uh, Christmas movie for me it is I have to watch this at Christmas time sure um but um, the, ba- the good thing about this movie is that it is it is both heartwarming and it's hilarious um I can't watch this with my kids because it is violent <laughs> and it teaches them things that I don't want them to know yeah, so your kids this, can is watch this, it, if you're it, gonna be fine. watching this movie you shouldn't watch it with your kids because it will teach them a lot of things that you don't want them to know but Definitely watch Home Alone. Where can they see this movie? Uh,
1: they can see this movie on Stars if you have Stars. Stars, uh,
0: you can add it on with your Amazon Prime,
1: Prime Video, and on iTunes. Fun fact about this movie: written by.
0: It's written by uh, what's his name from the eighties movies? Yeah,
1: John Hughes. John Hughes. So you know the quality of uh, the storytelling in this, you know, is going to be high, and it's also directed by. Do you know who's directed by?
0: Um, Ridley Scott. No, wait, 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 wait. Got nothing.
1: Is one of my favorite sort of family movie directors. Uh, his name is Chris Chris Columbus. Oh yeah,
0: actually did know that.
1: And uh, he did Miss Doubtfire yeah. and um the first two Harry Potter films. Yeah, yeah. So you you have you have that guy to thank for um not only making Harry Potter sort of tonally what it is, uh but you also have him to thank for this Christmas classic Home Alone. Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> all right, so um Number six. Number six. I gotta take this one. I gotta take this one. You, oh okay. Number six. I mean we may fight to the duel. This is the This is this is, this is my favorite Christmas movie. Number of six. all time? It's already, it's already it's already already number six. It is. I, I love this movie. I mean as far as me, my personal movies that I would I would watch Every, every Christmas, I have to watch this movie.
1: I mean, you didn't rank it number one on your list, but...
0: Because I rank for the people. I represent, <laughs> I work for the people. I'm like a politician. I I'm a politician high, of movies. I have high regard they for have this high, movie. They have, the, politi- the people have have voted for me to represent them on this microphone. Sure. But I these are say, elected These are elected positions, right? These are elected positions. Podcast hosts, they're yes. elected positions? Yes, they're elected yes. positions. Okay. okay, so this is... The best version of A Christmas Carol ever made.
1: This is the best traditional version of A Christmas Carol.
0: This is the best version of A Christmas Carol. I'll go with that. Traditional the, version. The
1: traditional telling of this story, this is the best version. Absolutely. Uh, sure. Absolutely.
0: Sure. With Michael Caine mm-hmm. as Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge Ebenezer and Scrooge. Kermit the Frog playing Bob Cratchit. This is um Shit. This is a Muppet's Christmas Carol.
1: Yeah, it is it is by far the best version of a Christmas carol. Uh, tra- like I said, traditional. Um, you can't go wrong with the Muppets. Uh, they're, they're the little rat Rizzo Rizzo the Rat and, and, and all of the other guys that work with Bob Cratchit and Kermit the Frog yeah. thing. And when they Well, think-
0: Rizzo doesn't work with them. Rizzo is telling the story. With I Gonzo, was, was, I thought
1: one of the rat they, they were are they the lamplighters? The lamplighters, light- lamp lamplighters. But but no, they
0: work it. They work in the place. But Rizzo and, and Gonzo are telling the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are narrators. They're the narrators. But <clears throat> the thing about this this thing about the Muppet Christmas. A lot of the Muppet movies are just kind of wacky. Mm-hmm. This is actually told well. And it it's, is.
1: It's 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 done really well. I mean, it's it's um, it's hard to believe because it's a Muppet movie, but it's done I mean, th- this incredibly is, well. This is the peak of like Jim Henson, you know, uh, Muppet stuff like Jim Henson creation stuff. The, the Muppets um, mo- movie wise, you know, there's you know, in the 80s we had the Labyrinth and you know, Dark Crystal and, and all that kind of stuff. And then we hit the sort of pinnacle where he takes his best characters and puts them in a Christmas movie and makes this the most beautiful little Christmas movie with the Muppets. It's
0: great. It's it's awesome. Um, um, yeah. Everyone should. I mean, like we said, we this is it's the exact same telling of a Christmas Carol. So there's no
1: oh no no surprises. No, yeah,
0: there's no surprises of it. Nope. I mean, it's it's all your favorite Muppet characters in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but go on and watch it. it. There's great music in this. There's mm-hmm. great original music in this. Yeah. That you haven't heard before and you'll love it. So go buy this, go watch it. Where where can we watch it?
1: Uh you can't. Fuck. You you have to purchase this like for realsies. Then,
0: then you know what, go purchase it for realsies. I've purchased it for realsies because I loved it so much. I'm
1: saying that you need to purchase it for realsies. Yeah. Not because there's no other way to purchase it, but because you should own this piece of Christmas for forever and always.
0: I own this shit on VHS and on Blu-ray. <laughs> really? all right? Because I had to rebuy this shit. Because I love much. <laughs> Cuz you don't
1: right. have a VHS player anymore.
0: Okay, number 5 on our list is a uh, is an, a more of an adult Christmas movie. It's more of a Yes. It's more of a after the kids after the kids go to bed. You can uh, pour yourself a glass of wine with your wife or your uh, husband and uh, go out into the living room and laugh your ass off at Love Actually.
1: Yes, it it is. It, it does have its uh, very warm, fuzzy holiday moments, but um, yeah, there's it, some adult things in this movie. Yeah,
0: unless you're watching it on TNT or something like that. If you're watching it on FX or something but if you're actually watching the Blu-ray or the DVD of Love actually, there are some some major adult themes and nudity cussing. Yeah, this is definitely an adult holiday movie. Mm-hmm. but it's a fun one and it's very laughable one. This one makes me laugh. just the just uh, Bill Nyes character.
1: Yeah! Oh, yeah! The the like aging singer who's trying to be the top of the uh, Christmas pops.
0: My God, his character is <laughs> so funny.
1: He's hilarious. This this movie in general has an amazing cast. I mean, Hugh Grant, Laura Linney, Colin Firth, Alan Rickman, Bill Nye, uh, Emma Thompson, Liam Neeson. You know, like Kira Knightley's in this movie. Fucking Mr. Bean's in this movie. Uh, the dude oh. from Walking Dead, Andrew Lincoln, is that? Yeah, Andrew that Lincoln. Andrew
0: Lincoln's in a very, very small part in this movie. Billy
1: Bob Thornton plays the U.S. president in this movie. He plays a dick. He plays an absolute dick, which is a fun uh, like peek at how like British people view Americans. Yeah. <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Martin Freeman's in this movie. Uh, it's it's really good. And really, then really good.
0: The, the woman who plays Natalie in this is oh, so cute.
1: She's so adorable. She
0: is the most adorable.
1: Oh man, what's her name? Martine McCutcheon.
0: That's a good. That was good oh. at doing her name, dude. I couldn't. I can, She. Yeah. Wonderful. She's.
1: She is adorable in this movie. I, I. The chemistry between her and Hugh Grant is so believable. I would almost wa- like. I would like to see maybe like a sequel that's just them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, there's a lot of movies like where you could do spinoff movies of on them all, almost every so single of one of these. The Colin Firth storyline, I, I would see a whole movie of uh, the, Liam Neeson and I his would, son.
0: You know what? The Colin Firth storyline bugged me. Really? That was the only storyline I didn't care oh, at all about. just
1: like when he goes and tries to speak her language to like win her back, and he's, nah, man, I he's couldn't speaking and like broken that. gibberish. I couldn't care less about it. And they're trying to pan off the other daughter <laughs> who's yeah. not as attractive. Oh, that's that's great. It's so good. Anyway, where can you see this one? Uh, this one is available in a lot of spots. You can stream it on Netflix, um, on your PlayStation, iTunes, of course, uh, TNT, TBS. You could watch a, a more family-friendly version, question mark. Uh, it's not going to show boobs on TNT. Yeah. Uh, and it'll bleep out a lot of the, the, the stuff. Pretty much anything that Martin Freeman's doing in this movie is probably cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, cool yeah all right so our number this is gonna be our number four
1: number four
0: which is Ooh, a movie a that classic. frankly it's a classic but I gotta say man because of what is it either TM TBS or TNT <clears throat> here in the States for all of you listeners that we have in England I I'm getting sick of this movie man <laughs> I really am 24 <laughs> hours of of this movie every Christmas is really getting on me
1: oh Fudge. Yeah, fudge, dude. Only I didn't say fudge.
0: Yeah. You know what? And I'm sick. Of, you know, No longer do I want a Red Router BB gun with a compass and a stock and a thing that tells time <laughs> because I, I'm just over it. You're
1: you're over A Christmas Story? Yeah. Uh, it is incredibly played out. That is true. The 1983 classic A Christmas Story has been on our television screens since we were born. Yeah. And you you were born before this movie, but even then- it's been on the TV ever since you were born. <laughs> That's how much they've played this when movie. When did this movie come out? 1983. Okay. Yeah, you were born before 1983. That yeah. is an accurate statement? Yeah. Yes. I was trying to see if you were born before 1983. I was not. I was not born before 1983. I was you were born, born like the next year. I was born in 1983, but I like at the tail end of 1983. That's so... This movie may have come out just before I was born, or This movie or was probably just out... After. Th- the weekend I was born. Th-
0: this movie came out probably the...
1: The, the weekend of your birthday. It, it may have been out right around when I was born. Yeah, so this movie has always existed for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. The tale of little Ralphie and wanting a, a Red Ryder BB gun. Um, this movie cracks me up. They actually, they recently did a musical version of this on TV live, which was pretty decent.
0: Well, I got to say, what's crazy about this is the person who, who now owns all this marketing for this movie has now made the house that's in Cleveland an Airbnb. Oh, really? For you can stay in the house. Mm. I think that's a little too far because...
1: It, does the inside of the house even look like that? Yeah. The, it, but it, I thought it was just the exterior of the house.
0: No, no, the inside. They used the inside of the house for the movie. Oh, did they? I thought they so, were like
1: exterior only, and then they soundstaged sound the interior the I don't think so. I think house. they use a
0: little bit of the inside also.
1: Oh, it's possible. I, I don't know.
0: But... Anyway, you can you can Airbnb the inside of the house. So the inside of the house, they probably made look like, either, either way, they probably made the inside of the house look oh, like Oh, you it. can
1: probably stay with that lamp. Yeah. Yeah, guaranteed.
0: So I'm sure that the and inside of the house looks like, by now, the inside of the house looks like the smart, in the movie. If they're smart,
1: hanging in the closet for any guest is a bunny onesie.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that's what they're doing. <laughs> if they're doing it right,
1: is all I'm saying. Every Oh, it comes if they're the bunny, doing if they're ones. doing it
0: right, then when you come down in the middle of the night and they have the tree lit and mm-hmm. it's oh, yeah. beautiful, it's but. always
1: Christmas in that house, even if you go there in July.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, Christmas story. We you can see it where? Where can we see this
1: movie? Uh, you can see this movie in a lot of spots too. TNT, TBS, <laughs> as you as you mentioned, uh-huh. they they play it like they, they do like a twenty four hour. Yeah, that's what we mentioned marathon at the of, this, of this, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can also rent it on uh, iTunes, um, PlayStation as well, and uh, something called Boomerang. I'm not sure what that is, but you can watch it on Boomerang if you have that.
0: Well, uh, you throw it and it comes right back to you. Yep,
1: this movie, the movie that keeps on coming back. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas. All right, door. so absolute classic though. Uh, good enough to make it four on our list.
0: So we have the top three left. The top three best mm-hmm. Christmas movies of all time. Can you guess what they are? I'm sure you might. When we come back after these messages from our sponsor. We we just realized we don't have any sponsors,
1: so we're yeah, back. We're, right we're, early. Not, we're not sponsored by okay, so. anything. Okay. Yeah. All right. So All right, uh, so moving on to number three then? Yeah, number three. Number three on our list is my fave one of my favorite uh, Christmas movies. Uh, and my family, like as a whole, one of our favorite Christmas movies. Um it, and it's another one of those where, like, after I saw it the first time, I was like, this is a classic. See, when I first Instantly. saw this movie, I was
0: like, meh. There was a
1: lot of shade for this movie originally. Yeah, um, I was like, meh,
0: and then now I love it.
1: I, 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 I didn't didn't quite understand it. I fell in love with this movie from the jump. It's uh, directed by John Favreau, which surprises me.
0: And it stars Peter Billingsley also from our number four on the list.
1: Uh, he is, as a very,
0: very, very, very small part.
1: He is actually uncredited in this movie.
0: He is because he play, stars a very small part of the but movie, but he
1: plays the character Ming Ming, <laughs> the elf in the movie Elf.
0: Elf, yes,
1: yeah. The Will Ferrell, uh, buddy, the elf, classic, classic. Um, yeah, I absolutely love this film. Absolutely love it. The, every part of it still gets me. It cracks me up. There's a, a real warm, fuzzy, you know, sort of underbelly to this movie. It's yeah. uh, it's really sharp in other other spots. Uh, real funny. Um, and
0: I hate the fact that every time he gets hit by the cab, I laugh my ass <laughs> off. I, I hate it, but I love. I, I laugh every time.
1: Will Ferrell has uh, such a wonderful innocence to him in this movie that cracks me up to no end. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's a really, really good uh, Christmas movie. And if you are resistant to this movie, that's on you. That's all I'm saying.
0: You know there's a lot of people that don't like Will Ferrell just outright. So I can see people not thinking that Elf is high enough on their li- on their Christmas list.
1: I I am um I'm hot and cold with Will Ferrell movies, you know, but I do like Will Ferrell, you know. Yeah, uh, but there are plenty of his movies, um, specifically the ones where he's with John C. Riley. There's something about the pairing of them that just does not make me laugh. See, John John C. Riley on I his love own. Step I love.
0: Brothers. Step Brothers is a great movie. I
1: I didn't laugh once at Step Brothers.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm saying. It's your thing. You know? It's yeah. your thing, man. I don't know.
1: There, there's some something about.
0: I mean, that's sad. The for movies you, that they're in together. But, you know,
1: the um, but. the other movie that I that I didn't enjoy that much that has them two is uh, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Talladega Nights. That's
0: what I'm saying. I like that movie.
1: Yeah, the, I just. Yeah, not a lot of laughs for me in either of those movies. Which is, is I'm fine. just
0: laughing thinking about that movie, man.
1: Sure, yeah, <laughs> I'm not because nothing I can think of is is that funny. You know, it, I'm just, it's it just thinking about it laughing. But. It's uh, similar. You know, it's funny. You, you said like thinking about it and and laughing. There's a movie that did not make our list. Um, that is a beloved Christmas movie, especially for sort of uh, older men. Not old, not old men, but like uh, for for guys, it's like guy Christmas movie, uh, and that's Bad Santa. Didn't didn't make our list. Um,
0: yeah, I, there's a specific reason I don't like that movie. I think it's I, I think it's awful movie.
1: I did not like the movie at all. Yeah, but me. Either. me either. I had roommates, um, you know, in college uh, when I you know when I moved out for the first time. My roommates absolutely loved Bad Santa, and they would quote Bad Santa scenes to each other all the time, and it would crack me up. And I was like, what the fuck movie are you guys talking about? Like. It's hilarious, and uh, they were like, "Oh, it's Bad Santa. You've never seen Bad Santa. Oh, you got to see Bad Santa." So they put on Bad Santa, and I sat there the entire time going, "Fuck, this is a miserable movie." Like, yeah, but I, that's different than I a Will Ferrell movie. No, 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 no. But I'm I'm saying like it, you thinking about, you're, but you're making it sound like and laughing that. made me think. No, but of, you're
0: you're thinking that it's funnier when you quote it than actually watching the movie. I don't think that's true. I think Will Ferrell movie is just funny because when you watch it, it's damn funny. Yeah, that's, not that's not different. Not yeah. for me, but. That's fine. I mean that's your opinion. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, um cool. So no, no judgment
1: to anybody who likes those films. Yeah. Like that's fine. So uh, they, they weren't for me, but ELF, totally for me.
0: Where can we watch ELF?
1: ELF, uh, you know, you can rent it on iTunes. It used to be on Netflix. They took it off. Um boo. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh but yeah, you can cover somewhere it, with Daredevil. <laughs> Just lost <laughs> lost in the forgotten. Anals of Netflix now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's worth it alone to, to see Bob Newhart on screen and Ed Asner, you know, as older comedians sort of passing the torch to the newer comedians uh, like Will Ferrell. Um, really, really solid. Plus, Zoe Deschanel is, uh, is adorable in it, and she's a rare blonde Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, I know. I like her that way. Yeah, you don't see uh, blonde Zoe Deschanel. Faison Love is hilarious <laughs> in this movie. Uh, as the manager, the store manager (laughs) at at the department store that uh, Buddy ends up working at. Um, Peter Dinklage is in this movie. There's a lot of like just real nice little parts that people play throughout this movie that really help uh, sort of carry it. Um, Go out and watch Elf. That is our number three movie.
0: Well, before we get to our top two movies, we're going to go through our honorable mentions these are the movies that did not make our list but just barely missed it so um of these movies there's about five we're gonna just go through
1: there are five honorable mentions that uh, made either one of our lists but didn't make the top 20 yes
0: okay Corey, why don't you tell us a couple of them
1: So the uh, honorable mention list starts with uh, a Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie called The Night Before, which is a really funny comedy uh, about uh, three friends who spend the night before Christmas um, partying it up, basically.
0: I've never seen this movie. Oh, you haven't? Never seen it.
1: That's probably why it scored so low. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Uh, I think
0: Seth Rogen and Christmas, and I think... What does he know about Christmas? Well, so, that's, never watched.
1: He's it. he's Jewish in this movie because he's Jewish in real life. Um, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt celebrates Christmas, and he they're just they go out with um, Anthony Mackie, like they're three friends that just go out and do a friend Christmas thing in like ugly Christmas sweaters and stuff, and it's hilarious. They take a bunch of drugs and get into some trouble,
0: and that's why I didn't see it because they know nothing about Christmas. It's, All right,
1: it's a really funny movie. Next movie. Uh the next one is uh the ref which is uh, Dennis Leary and um uh what's his face that uh, likes little boys? What's his face? Uh <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Yes. <laughs> All right. Kevin Kevin Spacey where uh Dennis Leary is a thief who crashes a Christmas party to try to steal you know from from some people and uh ends up becoming sort of their marriage therapist. Yeah. <laughs> Really, really good movie. Um, less of a like traditional Christmas movie, but still re- really good movie. Uh, the next honorable mention is the sequel to Die Hard. Die Hard Two.
0: Die Hard Two is a really good movie. If you have not seen Die Hard Two, you should really go out and see it. it is a great action movie. Very complimentary to Die Hard One. It is. Uh, f- it takes. F- it completely takes place at the airport. Mm-hmm. If you are at all afraid of flying, do not see Die Hard Two. It is a little bit scary, but uh, you definitely go out and see that movie. Great action movie, um, definitely good for the holidays.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not one <laughs> takes that place
0: they... on Christmas Eve, and uh, it's very good.
1: It's not one that they would show on a plane. Another one, another one that's uh, <laughs> that's
0: very cute movie. It's very heartwarming. I, I like this movie. Yeah, the next one yeah. is uh, Fred Claus. Fred Claus yeah. is. I thought it was actually a very interesting take on the Santa Claus, uh, this uh, on Santa Claus's story um because it's about Santa Claus's brother who Fred Fred <laughs> Fred Claus and I love this this is a great this is great um, Plus you're a huge
1: Vince Vaughn fan
0: I am a Vince Vaughn fan um but Fred Claus was just a great I, I would have actually was going to I was actually going to put uh, Four Christmases on this list
1: Four Christmases is not is not terrible either because
0: I think that um applies to a lot of people who have to go to four right. friggin' Christmases. And the scene in Four Christmases where he, where he goes to his mother's house and his and his mother is sitting there with his best friend mm-hmm. and he's like, Don't think of me as your <laughs> He's like, Don't think of me as your as your father, think of me as your best friend, and he goes Oh, uh, he goes you are my you were my best friend. In fact, or he are you are my friend. You actually were my best friend until you started d- dating, <laughs> dating my, my mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> but um anyway, um, that was uh, Fred Claus, go see it. And um yeah, why not see four Christmases while you're at it? Sure,
1: why not? Just hit all the Vince Vaughn Christmas movies. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then the last honorable mention is uh, more of a sappy, romantic-y kind of a, a movie. Lots of ladies love this movie. Um, yeah. Uh, I ac- actually, I don't it's mind. It's because it's got Jack Black. I don't mind this movie uh, uh, that much uh, for it being sort of like a uh, really professionally oh, done hallmark like version. Black. I do like Jack Black. I also like Kate Winslet. Uh, Cameron Diaz is is uh, is good in this movie. She's she's hot and cold with, with me uh, with her ability to do the acting. Uh in this she's she's pretty good. Plus Jude Law's in it as well. Um, you know, he's uh he's uh, new Dumbledore.
0: From that cast, if you don't know that what we're talking about, we're talking about the holiday. Oh, did I not say that it was the holiday? <laughs> the holiday. Oh,
1: sorry. Yeah, it's the it's the holiday. Um decent and, decent Christmas movie, you know. And from
0: that title, if you don't know, they're talking about the Christmas holiday.
1: Yes. This is one of those movies where like it could take place not during Christmas and still be effective. Yes. You know? Uh, it could be the summer holiday, like it. It could be the spring holiday, like it. it really doesn't matter, um, but the the concept is really wacky and far fetched. In that, like two people switch partners, lives essentially, like they, orgy. It's an orgy. They're like one is in England, one is in LA, and they decide to switch homes for the holiday. Yeah. Uh, the premise is a little weak, but the movie itself uh, comes off very well. Um, but not good enough to crack our list. They j- they just, just missed being on our list. So those are our honorable mentions
0: uh, for our top 20 holiday list of movies you should have seen or should go out and see. Yes. Um, now it's time for our top two. Oh, getting to the end. Top two uh, best movies, holiday movies of all time to- of our top 20. What are we calling this?
1: Top 20 greatest Christmas movies ever.
0: There you go. Good. Great is better. So, number two is...
1: Another telling of A Christmas Carol. Another
0: telling of Christmas Carol, but this one's this one's the ultimate. This
1: is the best telling of this because story.
0: Because it stars Mr. Bill Murray. Oh,
1: motherfucking Bill Murray in Scrooged.
0: Scrooged. Okay, this is oh. the... the This is so 80s.
1: (laughs) It is so eighties. It's so dated, but I mean Bill Murray has a friggin' mullet in this movie.
0: It doesn't matter because this is the best version of a Christmas carol ever. I mean, he is in a high rise. He is he is living in New York.
1: His name is Frank
0: Cross. His name is Frank Cross. I mean, it stars the guy from Knott's Landing. (laughs) It's great. I love it.
1: Bobcat Goldthwait is in this movie. Bobcat is in this movie oh. as, as
0: as the conscience of the film. Mm-hmm. He tries to tries to make Frank Cross more of a of a of a nice guy, and he fires him for it.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's a it's a great great role for him. I mean, Carol Kane is in this movie. Um, you know, Karen Allen is is great in this movie. I think
0: it's one of the. Other than in the uh, Superman and in and Indiana Jones, is I think the only other movie I've seen her in. It's
1: the only thing I, yeah, I know her, uh, besides those other two movies. That's like her entire filmography for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alfrey Woodard is, is great as the sort of Bob Cratchit kind of character um, with the son who, um, who doesn't speak. But really, it, it all comes down to Bill Murray in this movie. Bill Murray playing the sort of Scrooge character uh, as a TV executive who's really only about like how, much, how many ratings he can get. The promo that they make at the beginning of this thing <laughs> to sell a Christmas movie is uh, is incredible. Um, it's really sharply written. It's still valid and funny today, um, even though it is incredibly dated. It's very dated. It's it, so 80s. It's dated, but it, it almost it doesn't matter. But it makes that it's dated. it gives
0: it for me. It gives it a nostalgia, and that's sure. why I like it.
1: Sure. Yeah. Scrooge is one of the all time best Christmas movies ever made. Um, it, if you
0: have not seen this movie, go out and watch this version of A Christmas Carol. Yes. It's and very good.
1: We think that you'll agree that this is the best version of A Christmas Carol, by far.
0: It's original. It's done, it's done well. They took a really different spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, not too many people are doing that, so it's good.
1: Yeah. Uh, you can see this movie on Starz, uh, Prime Video, or, uh, again, you can rent it on iTunes. Uh, go out and see this movie. It's fantastic.
0: All right, it's time for the number one. Ooh, drum roll. Drum oh, roll. Or
1: should, should we do like a like a sleigh bell roll? We should, we're going to do sleigh bells. Okay, we'll do sleigh bells. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: All right, the number one film is starring Chevy Chase, Christmas Vacation.
1: National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Beverly D'Angelo, Chevy Chase, Johnny Galecki, Juliette Lewis, you know, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Doris Roberts, oh man, Randy Quaid, you know, this is uh, Before he went in- entirely insane. crazy. Insane <laughs> Randy Quaid. Um, this movie is, in my family, what starts our Christmas season. Uh, Christmas doesn't officially start until we see National Influence Christmas Vacation. And it's basically at the end of Thanksgiving. We have our dinner, we have our pie, and uh, we put on Christmas vacation, and we put Thanksgiving behind us, and then it's officially Christmas season. And we watch it every year, and we recite all the. I mean, it's basically Rocky Horror Picture Show Christmas edition <laughs> at uh, my family gatherings because we say all the lines, we you know uh, recite the movie. We 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 really really love this movie, and it, it like I said, it's it's the standard for us for Christmas time.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of families have similar. Um, experiences with this movie. I think this movie is a staple for a lot of families, mm. and um, like I like I've told you before, I think it's very shocking to me when I find people who have never seen this movie.
1: Yeah, that that surprises so. me that somebody would not have seen Christmas Vacation. It is for me essential Christmas watching. You know, it it's it is it is one of those movies too that like uh, maybe don't let the kids watch all of it. <laughs> you yeah. know, it, I don't. Well, no, I, it's I not a vacation movie that has nudity in it, but there is some very strong language.
0: <laughs> there's some near nudity in it, but there's no new nudity. Yeah. nudity. Um, with the uh, but oh, uh, you know, this is the second film on our list, also written by
1: oh, yeah, by John Hughes. John Hughes, yes, yeah.
0: It is also written by John Hughes, just like Home Alone. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, that guy can write some good holiday movies. He he does write uh, a good
1: good holiday movie.
0: Because he did write this one. And um, Yeah, so if you have not seen uh, Christmas Vacation, I really, really urge you to go out and see it. Not only is it a great, the best uh, National Lampoon's vacation movie, because there are a lot, Mm -hmm. don't go see Vegas Vacation.
1: No, it's bad.
0: There are. Um, this is the best of those movies, but it actually has heartwarming parts. There are parts oh, yeah. of this movie that are really good. It's not just a knee slapping movie. It is.
1: It's a great Christmas movie. Yeah,
0: it's it's got so many parts. It got it has ups and downs. It's make you laugh, make you cry. It's got so many parts. Of this movie that are um, that it's just good. It's just a also, movie. the
1: theme song "Christmas Vacation," the the main title theme song, is one of the greatest Christmas songs ever.
0: I love that movie. That Christmas song.
1: That that song when it plays at the beginning of that movie is just instantly i'm in the christmas mood yeah I know. I'm, I'm ready for that season to begin you know um everything about this movie i love it is one of those movies that to me feels uh, like a perfect movie and there aren't a lot of those you know i'm sure there are like gaffes and like little things about this movie that uh, are not uh absolutely perfect but to me there's
0: actually a lot of little things that I've seen over the years because I've seen it so many times where I know the mistakes that happen because I just know I've seen them
1: but they're not big glaring mistakes you know they um, there's also subtle things in this movie that every year I see something new you yeah, know, some joke that that is happening in the background, or you know, some like reference I remember, thing. I Remember the first doing, time I you know? saw
0: Beverly D'Angelo? She's sitting at the table and she's eating. And the first time I saw that, she f- was flicking her yeah, food away. Yeah, she throws it over her shoulder <laughs> before so she, she wasn't it. eating it. I remember the th- that that was one of those things I saw, and I was like, oh my god, I never know she was eating. The- well, was the Beverly
1: D'Angelo has a bunch of those those tiny little moments in in the movie. She's so great in this movie. Um, when the at the end when the SWAT when she's team putting the hand on the guys, yeah yeah they, they, they tell her to freeze, and the way she freezes is with her hand on. On Chevy Chase's uh, package, <laughs> and she goes and shakes, you know, the the lady's hand, and then puts her hand right back on his package. Uh, it took uh, quite a few viewings before I realized that that's what was happening, and it cracks me up to no end. Uh, ever since I've seen it, um, in every subsequent viewing.
0: So, where can we see this film?
1: Uh, this film is available on iTunes for for you know general rentage uh and it's also on amc okay uh streaming uh no other no other place currently Um, all right but it's one of those where like just buy it you should you should buy it just buy it yeah like no no question don't don't even bother renting it or streaming it the amc version is gonna cut out uh some jokes some of the more adult adultish humor um so go ahead and just buy it outright um, you want to get all of his rants at the end. Those two rants that he he goes through, where he talks about being Crosby tap dancing with Danny fucking K, and uh, when he calls him a you know a dickless <laughs> monkey fucking whatever uh, sack of shit he is. Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? You know. Um, you want you want all of his rage and all of those swear words in there because it's just Chevy Chase at his best. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, that's our list. Our list is done. We're going to go quickly here, and we're going to go through the top 10, starting with number 10, so that we can just uh, review. Recap
1: the top 10 list.
0: Recap. So, number 10 on our top 10 list of best Christmas movies of all time. Sorry, top 20. Mm -hmm. Do you want to go through top 20, or you want to go through just top 10?
1: Uh, Let's let's just quickly recap all all 20.
0: Okay, let's go through the top 20. I will start with 20, and then we'll go alternate. Sure, that's fine. Okay, so from the top 20, number 20, Christmas in Connecticut.
1: Number 19, Just Friends. Number
0: 18, A Christmas Carol, the- uh, 1984 version. 1984 version with Patton.
1: Yeah. Uh, Number 17, Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Number 16, Santa Claus the Movie.
1: Number 15, The Bishop's Wife.
0: Number 14, Polar Express. Number 13, Die Hard. Number 12, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey.
1: Number 11, White Christmas. Number 10, Miracle on 34th Street. Either version, really. Um, <clears throat> number 9, The Santa Claus. Number 8, It's a Wonderful Life. Number 7, Home Alone. Number 6,
0: A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Number 5, Love Actually. Number four, A Christmas Story.
1: Number three,
0: Elf. Number two, Scrooged.
1: And number one, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation.
0: Awesome we f- we thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed our top 20 list of best Christmas movies of all time
1: um, we, we hope we inspired you to go watch some of these movies yeah uh, hopefully we've introduced you to some some fun new holiday movies that you'll add to your uh, holiday viewing collection
0: yeah if you didn't agree with any of these or if you think that some of these movies should be higher on our list or or, lower. or if tell yeah. us if, if we forgot something sure. Yeah, if we if something should be on here, that we if we can see something, because I always love a good Christmas movie, unless it's one of them damn Hallmark
1: movies. Yeah, like a theatrical good movie, you know. Let Throw us it know. our way. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter, at Switch Envelope, or you can drop us a line on Instagram. At Switch the Envelope. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, go to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, really, <clears throat> and uh, subscribe, leave a review, um, tell your friends, you know. That uh, that you have this podcast that you really love listening to, and uh, spread the word of mouth. That'll really help. And um, yeah, and enjoy yourselves. Have a Merry Christmas and um, a Happy Holiday for those of you who don't celebrate Christmas, but still enjoy the festivities. And uh, there's only one left. One last thing left to do before we close out the year, basically.
0: Yes. And uh, what we're going to do today is we're going to dedicate our episode to two different people. We're going to dedicate our our episode to Peter Billingsley. Oh, Ralphie. Ralphie. And Ming-Ming. Of (laughs) A Christmas Story. And Mr. Chevy Chase. Oh. Who played Clark Griswold Mm -hmm. in several films, but in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. These two characters became what became the pinnacle, the everything about christmas
1: the antithesis the antithesis
0: of of a christmas character yes they embody a christmas character and so we want to dedicate our episode to those two characters so chevy chase peter billingsley we dedicate this episode to both of you merry christmas happy kwanzaa we out This has been a Riff Laugh production. Please always listen responsibly.